1935 Tuscola Champaign-Urbana, your home for the St. Louis Cardinals. 42,000 and more to go. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. The White House says that's how many people have been evacuated from Afghanistan by the American government or with its help since the end of last month. Vice President Kamala Harris tells sailors on the USS Tulsa in Singapore. We are all grateful. Taliban insurgents took control of Afghanistan nine days ago. What was Hurricane Henri's hanging around the Northeast, New York, Connecticut, Southern New England? 85 water rescues were reported in Newark, New Jersey. Vehicles became submerged and stuck in those roads that looked more like rivers. We are still seeing the remnants of Henri sit over the region and continue with that rainfall. So if you do see those roads that are flooded, make sure that you turn around. Another concern are the power outages. Rhode Island leads the way with just over 40,000 people still without power this morning. As we look over into Connecticut, they have just over 10,000 people without power. Fox's Steve Bender in Bellport, New York. At least 22 people are killed in flooding in Tennessee over the weekend with 20 reported missing. Governor Bill Lee. I think we received about 15 inches of rain in, in a 12-hour period of time. Uh, not sure about that particular number, but close to that. 17 inches of rain fell over 24 hours in Waverly, Tennessee, a record for one-day rainfall in the state. Today's the deadline for healthcare workers in California to be vaccinated for coronavirus or get tested weekly and wear masks. Also starting today, all Hawaii Department of Education employees will be required to get weekly COVID tests unless they provide proof of full vaccination. All 16 and 17-year-olds in Britain will be offered their first COVID vaccine dose today ahead of school starting next month. Currently, the Pfizer, Moderna, and Oxford AstraZeneca vaccines are approved for use there. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. America's listening to Fox News. on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo platform? Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Nielsen says more than 30 million Americans watch Newsmax. It's the fourth highest rated cable news channel, and it's available on all major cable systems. Or find it on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and more. And it's free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, and TiVo. Or download the Newsmax app on your smartphone. Watch it anytime, anywhere. Forbes described Newsmax as a news powerhouse. Millions of Americans are watching Newsmax. You should, too. Tune in today. Some school districts are having a hard time finding bus drivers. The labor shortage and effects of COVID-19 are making the driver shortfall worse. About half the workforce is over the age of 65 and more vulnerable to the virus. For example, a Montana school district is dangling $4,000 bonuses. And a local bus company offered people to test drive some of the big yellow buses to entice people to get behind the wheel. In Pittsburgh, the driver shortage is so bad, the first day of school was pushed back two weeks. And more students are going to have to walk to school to ease the shortage. School bus companies are trying to persuade drivers saying it could be good income and hours for retirees or stay-at-home parents. Rob Dawson, Fox News. 
Some Border Patrol agents in Texas say they're overwhelmed. Fox's Bill Malugin's in Mission, Texas. They say they feel like they've been turned into social workers, babysitters, that they can't actually physically go out and do their job anymore. A new report from the Washington Examiner really paints a dire picture of how those border agents are feeling as a whole. The Examiner talked to a bunch of Border Patrol agents as well as folks from the Border Patrol Union, and the picture they're painting is that on a whole, border agents say their morale is just in free fall collapse right now with some agents telling the paper, quote, we feel almost dead inside. Part of the reason reason why they feel that way is they say so many agents are being pulled off of field patrol duties and reassigned to help with processing, doing paperwork for all the family units. The CPB reports nearly 213,000 encounters with migrants at the U.S. southern border last month. Attorneys for two U.S. Park police officers will argue at a hearing today in Virginia that their clients have immunity from local prosecutors' attempt to charge them with manslaughter. The officer shot and killed an unarmed driver four years ago after a chase on the George Washington Memorial Parkway outside D.C. Federal prosecutors declined to bring charges, and the defense attorneys say federal officers are immune from local prosecution. But Virginia state and local prosecutors say that doesn't apply because the officer's actions exceeded their proper authority. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. Good morning. It's Monday. Weather brought to you by Watts Copy Systems. Inventory clearance promotion. Sharp and Kyocera carpet computers and printers in stock. Ready for immediate delivery. Call today. Greg Wolf, 217-352-0428. Watts Copy Systems serving this area for over 38 years. Good morning, Diane Ducey. Morning, Stevie. I came in on the rule routes, and there's a dense fog advisory. I could tell. Make sure if you're choosing those routes or going through low-lying areas that you have your headlights on. We've got a high 90 today. We've got uh, mainly sunshine, but we could see a stray shower. The chance of rain at 60%, 73 hour low into the evening tonight. Partly cloudy with a high 92 tomorrow, down to 74. 93 on Wednesday is our warm spot of the week, but we're really above 90 throughout the day. Right, or week. Right now the temperature's at 68 on ESPN 93.5. Retired professor of political science, University of Texas at Arlington, Alan Sachs. Alan, listen to this. As we continue to work the logistics of evacuation, we're in constant contact with the Taliban. Do I trust the Taliban? No. We've seen gut-wrenching images of panicked people acting out of sheer desperation. We've seen those hundreds of people pack into a C-17. We've seen Afghans falling. That was four days ago, five days ago. I have seen no question of our credibility from our allies around the world. To see their commander-in-chief call into question the courage of men I fought with, to claim that they ran, it's shameful. Professor Sachs, how are you today, sir? I heard a member of the British military, his name was Kemp, say yesterday evening on television that President Biden not only should be impeached, but he should be court-martialed because he calls himself commander-in-chief. And because of that, he should be court-martialed. That's how much our allies um, agree with President Biden. They are furious. NATO has said that this is one of the most tragic events in in the in world history, in world history, and yet President Biden parades around. Nobody's criticized him uh, of our allies. It is an abysmal statement, like so many others he's made. Well, there's there's no question this this is as horrific of a foreign policy and bad judgment as we've had, uh, perhaps ever. This this probably is. 
I don't know, is it the same as Saigon or worse than Saigon? What do you think? Oh, much worse. Much worse than Saigon. Much worse than even 1979 Iranian hostages. Much worse than any of that. Because this is going to reverberate with our allies, with terrorists around the world, with Russia, with China. It is really bad. And yet we let this continue. Uh, you wonder where are the noble Democrats that will walk over to President Biden's office as the Republicans did with Richard Nixon and say, Mr. President, it's time to go. But I don't see a Democrat around who's willing to do that. Certainly not Nancy Pelosi. Well, what do we do now, Alan? We're, we're faced with this, this seemingly impossible uh, task of evacuating the people in Afghanistan that worked for us and, of course, the American citizens. And yet we have around the airport, the Kabul airport, are Afghans that just want to escape Taliban. They're crying, they're screaming, they're hanging on airplanes. Uh, and how do you possibly sort it out? And then the president said, well, we, we, we have to see about extending August 31st. The Taliban said it's a red line if you try and extend past August 31st. Is that a threat? It is a threat. And uh, President Biden just has to go. Now, I don't know if there's any way to force him out. He's not going to be impeached. The Democrats are circling the wagons. And uh, Kamala Harris is uh, giggling in Singapore, wherever she was during the weekend, with that awful laugh of hers. I have a bad laugh, too, but nothing like Kamala. And uh, she just cackles. And it's, it's unfortunate. Where are the people that will activate the 25th Amendment. Where are the people that will really push impeachment? And if you can't rely on the Republicans, there's not enough of them. But um, where, are the, where are the loyal Democrats who ought to be uh, much more concerned about the nation than about their political party? Uh, Gavin Newsom in California, uh, in uh, Virginia, there's another political race going on. And the Democrats want to save those two Democrats because they don't want anything to happen. The Democratic Party is more important to them than anything else that happens to the country. It, it, it's abysmal, the situation we've gotten ourselves into. What are we going to do? I'm just crossing my fingers and hunkering down. Uh, I hope that the world monetary markets can handle it. Uh, the weight is just, I think, uh, too considerable. It's pushing down on the markets. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, there could be a big economic meltdown. I hope not, but it could happen. Uh, we're, we're in deep trouble, and the Democratic Party bears responsibility for this, for giving us Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and the Republicans for accepting that. The election was stolen. No question about that. I think so. I don't want to resurrect that. Everybody says, let it go, let it go. Well, you can't let it go. Uh, that, that, that's history. And they put these people in office on, on a fraudulent uh, um, basis. And uh, we're, we're in real trouble. Then I heard another military man, a lieutenant general of our own army, say much the same thing as this British military man said that this is one of the great catastrophes in, in all of history. So they, they view this as a tipping point. The only way to do it is 
is if some courageous Democrats step forward, that would be amazing. But I doubt it's going to happen. Some courageous Republicans came forward under Richard Nixon, and that was nothing compared to this. Watergate was nothing compared to this. And But Barry Goldwater and a couple other Republicans were to see Mr. Nixon and said, Mr. President, it's time to go. And he left. But I don't think there's any Democrats around who have that kind of courage uh, and tenacity to do this with President Biden. Alan, we uh, we have a lot of concerns. Uh, my prayers are with people getting out of there and, and something happening. Positive. I just don't know how it's logistically possible without more troops to really, you know, find out who you have to have priorities because everybody i would think millions of afghanis would want to leave but we've got to prioritize the americans and those that helped us with jobs with the u.s government we've got to prioritize and get them out it's just falling apart over there and it appears to be getting worse with this august 31st deadline it is a sad state of affairs i have no idea how this is going to end but i don't know how we're going to get everybody out certainly in the time frame there's no way i, I may have mentioned this earlier uh, in, in some past weeks I have a very, very good friend who's an Afghan, been over here for 20 or 30 years, came over here, I think, after the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan, and that goes back many years. And he predicted to me, he said, if the Americans Americans pull out, the whole thing will just uh, begin to crater. Boy, was he correct. And he was not an American intelligence. He just was an Afghan who could see what was happening and what could happen. And uh, he's okay, I hope. Although, in fact, reports to Afghanistan uh, um, periodically. But uh, Joe Biden is just too old. He doesn't understand what's going on. It is terrible what's happening. He's He's leading the country and American civilization into a meat grinder. Alan, I appreciate your time, sir. Always. Thank you. I wish I had better words. Yeah, me too. Retired professor of political science, University of Texas at Arlington, uh, Professor Alan Sachs. So we have a real problem here if the Taliban is telling us when we have to leave and what we can do. Rob O'Neill, the man who got Osama bin Laden in a clip from Friday night, kind of mad. I don't want to be in charge, but if I was, oh, I want to get the Americans? Cool. Give me nine guys. I'm going to walk through the streets, and I'm going to kill everyone I see, and I'm going to grab the Americans. It is not difficult. But we have these people who are in charge that are a disgrace. I am amazed that there hasn't been at least 30 generals and admirals that haven't resigned or been fired today. But we won't because we have a commander-in-chief that was put there through whatever happened at 4 in the morning on election night. This is not... I don't want to be in charge. You know, he, he, he was absolutely... Out of his mind. Mad. That was on Fox on Friday night. All right, we check our morning sports quarter after ESPN 93.5. Diane has the latest. St. Louis Cardinals win over Pittsburgh. The final was 3 to nothing. Now they'll host Detroit tomorrow with a 645 start here on ESPN 93.5. Let's get your Redbird recap. Adam Wainwright again. What can you say, Mike? Again, he shuts out the Pirates. This time he only went eight innings, but he had nine strikeouts, no walks. Reached base three times as well. So I'm not sure what else Adam can do other than maybe uh, drag the infield after the game. I mean, but here's the other thing. It's Bob Gibson Day, and we're supposed to win on Bob Gibson Day. Yeah, 
That's exactly right, and uh, Adam Wainwright was in the stopper. He was outstanding, and certainly the Cardinals were able to scratch out some runs against a game pirate team who had won the first two of the series. So a good way to end. We'll see where we go when Detroit rolls into town. And uh, they're, they're rolling into town with their first 500 guy in a while. He, Mr. Uh, home run hitter, he had his fifth 500th of the year. And so the Cardinals will take on the Detroit Tigers on Tuesday with a day off today. And we'll be on the air at 5.50 tomorrow at 6.35 as the play-by-play. Uh, -play. I really like the look of this year's Cardinals team. But there's another lineup that has never let me down. It's the lineup of stories that Cardinals Magazine delivers every single issue. If you want to get the most out of following the Cardinals, Cardinals Magazine brings it with the perfect mix of inside information and personal player stories. Start a subscription at cardinals.com slash magazine or call 314-345-9000. Cardinals Magazine, it's all here. Kansas City over the Cubs. That final was 9-1. to They'll have the day off. And Tuesday, host Colorado with a 7.05 start over on U.S. 105.9. Tampa Bay over the Chicago White Sox. That final was 9 to nothing. Now the White Sox will gear up for Toronto using Lance Lynn on the mound. That's a 6.07 start. On to preseason football. Bills over the Bears is what I was hearing as I was taking in some festivals. Atwood's Apple Dumpling Festival. I heard some guys in the street talking about that. 41-15 game. Yeah, it was preseason. Yeah, uh, I know. Mitch Trubisky had a fabulous game for, okay. Buffalo, for Buffalo. He traded, right? For Buffalo. Yeah, remember he left? Yeah. And then it was Andy Dalton, was Andy Dalton. Justin Fields played. He okay. took a shot to the head uh -oh. in a really bad-looking hit, but I think he's okay. Okay. Wow, Mitch for the Bills. Yeah, okay. Mitch for the Bills. He's going to be second team, but right. played in the preseason. So. Okay. Josh Allen's their superstar quarterback in Buffalo. Okay. Colts over Minnesota 12-10. to Jets over Green Bay 23-14. New Orleans hosting Jacksonville yeah. tonight at 7 yeah, about in that. the Caesar Superdome. And, of course, our Illini finished up their training camp. They had a mock game and run through, even bus to the game, you know, eating the pre-meal on Friday, going through the Illini walk. I mean, I'm excited. Practicing the whole darn thing. Exactly. Yeah, Brett Bielma's Cub era begins Saturday at noon. Here we go, fighting Illini in, in Nebraska. I don't mm -hmm. know the latest spread. It started out Nebraska, uh, you know, favored by nine and a half, but it's gone down to six and a half. And I don't know, maybe it's, uh, it's, that means America's betting on Illinois. It's the first Power 5 football game in America, August 28th, this Saturday at noon. Here's your ESPN 93.5 three-day weather brought to you by Meister Lawn Care Services, 217-898-8860. Text Larry for mowing, edging, hedge trimming, and more. 217-898-8860. Up to 90, down to 73. This morning, you could be passing through some areas of fog with this advisory going on. And there's a chance for a stray shower or thunderstorm. Tomorrow's high at 92, down to 74, partly cloudy. Partly cloudy on Wednesday and Thursday, but we're up towards like 92 every day, down to around 70 in the evening. And that carries really through the end of the month. Right now, the temperature's at 68 on ESPN 93.5. All right, check your Fox Business Minute. Come back. We have a very, very good steamer today. Stand by. We'll give you a chance. Where the host gives you his money and you spend it and keep the stuff. Stand there you by. go. Ensuring peace of mind. Expanding business. 
building strong communities. Realize your financial dreams with Busey Bank. For more than 150 years, Busey's built a foundation of broad financial capabilities, vast knowledge, and close relationships that span generations. You can realize your best future. Busey's right beside you. Member FDIC. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Global stocks are higher, suggesting Wall Street may recover some of last week's losses. The Wall Street Journal says Boeing will invest in Richard Branson's Virgin Orbit, the satellite launching startup. The amount has not been revealed. The Federal Reserve's Jackson Hole Economic Symposium is this week and will again be a virtual meeting. Bitcoin topped $50,000 for the first time since May. PayPal says it will allow customers to buy, sell, and hold cryptocurrencies in the UK. Shares of Moderna are higher again today. The Wall Street Journal says the vaccine maker's stock is the top performer in the S&P 500 this year. Demand for its COVID vaccines and booster shots is expected to continue for years to come. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Kosova. Invested in you. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Hey, it's Will Kane, co-host of Fox & Friends Weekend. Join me every Monday and Friday as I share my thoughts on a wide range of topics from sports and pop culture to politics and business. And with the help of newsmakers and personalities, I will provide you my free, unfiltered, uncancelable opinion on the hottest topics in America. The Will Kane Podcast. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. America is listening to Fox News. Hi, I'm Habib Habib. We're back with John Maxwell's Live to Lead this year at the I Hotel. Go to HabibHabib.com and buy your tickets. Let's get inspired and shake off the cobwebs from our brains after a very tough year. We will be in the new large conference room at the I Hotel Friday, October 8th. Go to HabibHabib.com and buy tickets for you and for your whole team. Every attendee will receive a copy of my new book that will be published this year. Buy your tickets and come and get inspired with me. HabibHabib.com Capturing the moments in life that matter most is now easier than ever at Prairie Gardens. Imagine the possibilities. Forever preserving those special photos, a family heirloom, artwork that speaks to your heart. Because at Prairie Gardens, you name it, the PG experts will frame it. Every handcrafted custom frame is expertly designed with you and comes with a lifetime guarantee. So when you're ready to frame the moments that matter most, you'll find your framing experts waiting for you at Prairie Gardens. Extraordinary gardening, home decor, boutique, and your custom framing experts. Jeff Facer on what area-wide technologies does. We are a full-service technology company that focuses on business-to-business -business solutions for our clients, and we handle everything from the security of your internet network and data to implementation and administration of these things, uh, as well as the email and pretty much full-service uh, of anything that a business would need technology-wise. To find out more, go to area-wide tech at Forward from Rastavi, Georgia, number 15, Georgie B. Hey, it's me, Georgie B. My last three years in Champagne have been amazing, amazing, amazing. But the fun doesn't have to stop. Get down to Game Day Spirit to find the exclusive Georgie B t-shirt collection. You will be glad you did. It's always a great day to have a great day at Game Day Spirit, baby. Game Day Spirit, where Alana fans shop. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Randy Graham, Curtis Orchard, what the heck? How are you? Great. How you doing, Stevie? I'm great. Um, 
Curtis Orchard, where are we, man? It's August 23. What do you got? Oh, man, there's a lot happening this week. Uh, Honeycrisp are starting to hit the shelf, not in volume yet, so don't get in a panic, but uh, by, I don't know, later this week, they should be here in volume. We're going to start gala. Uh, activities are starting up. Pony rides this weekend. Cafe opens Friday. Man, it's all starting to hit now. Ooh, so I mean, you guys, uh, you go full. I mean, the, the mode you're getting in, Randy, for September, October, it must be yeah. d- dizzying. Oh yeah, it's it's getting uh, getting wild, and of course we're we're still hiring good people. We've been finding some good people, but uh, need more still. This is a great place for people to uh, have a seasonal work experience and a lot of fun, a lot of camaraderie here. The real family atmosphere, both for the public and for our employees. What do people do if they want to apply to Curtis Orchard and, and have a part time job? I'll tell you what. The easiest way is to text apply. To 217-809. Let me get my glasses on, Stevie. <laughs> 0221. I want to get the number right. Yeah, 217-809-0221. In fact, they, they should text today if they think they want to do something. We've got a, a group interview event this evening, and we have those every once in a while. We kind of assimilate those new folks that we hire from those events, and then uh, after we see kind of what areas still need to be filled, then we set another one. But we also do some individual hiring in between times. So anytime they're looking, they need to uh, text apply to 217-809-0221. So that's the best way to connect quickly with us. All right, what about your apple crop? Are you thinking it's good? Yeah, it's looking really good. I mean, we'll be starting in Gala soon. We've already got, oh, three or four varieties on the shelf. We've been you picking for... Uh, a couple weeks now, and people are really picking. They're really having a good time with that. We've got Ginger Gold. We've got Zestar, so really good eating varieties for you pick. Overall, looking like a really strong crop this year. Uh, quality's been good. Quantity's been good. Awesome. We've had quite a few people out. We've had a really good start to the season. I think people are are eager to be out and doing things together with family again. Let's talk about the homegrown produce that you have. What are your offerings in that department, Randy? Hey, we've still got these great uh, black diamond watermelons. If you've not had a black diamond mm. watermelon, I, I ate one yesterday. Mm. And it is the sweetest watermelon you've ever had. We've got some cantaloupe, and the sweet corn this year has been just phenomenal. You know, we've got that. We've got some tomatoes, onions, uh, of course, peaches. Can't forget that. We're yeah. still in the heart of peach season. So the peaches have just been excellent from beginning to end this year we just keep moving through one variety after another we'll have those until usually early september so it all kind of depends on demand and crop volume and all that toward the end but we try to have them into early september up to at least labor day if we can if people come with their families what should they expect as far as the activities i know i love the goats and the kittens as far as uh, animal interaction but what else yes well, we have the, the jump pad. We will be this weekend and a lot of the other activities, including pony rides. We've got the putt and play. We've got a wagon tour, which is good for all ages. And honestly, the, the shootout is good for all ages. A lot of the dads kind of say, well, let me show you how that's done here. Son. <laughs> <laughs> you <know>? Yeah, right. <laughs> Shooting the tennis balls at these targets. Like, 
who doesn't love doing that? Yeah. But uh, and and then we have the uh, corn maze, of course, as well, and that will be opening this weekend. It's gotten nice and tall. Had plenty of rain this summer, so it's looking good. Well, uh, it's 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 always absolutely a destination. You and guys, the you, Flying Monkey Cafe. Well, the Flying too, Monkey on the Cafe. Oh, yeah. That's this Friday, right? This Friday, okay. absolutely, yeah. Randy Graham, Curtis Orchard, my Stever friend, stand by. Uh, this thing's going to explode now that you've been on. Here we go. I'm going to offer this, and here we go. Uh, thank you, and keep up your great work. Thanks for uh, bringing such an iconic Curtis Orchard to our community. And thanks for your stations. Hey, I heard my commercials yesterday. Excellent. I love it. You sound like a, you're a star, Randy Graham. You're a star, man. <laughs> we'll talk soon. Thank you. All right. Once again, there's a hiring event. The word apply to 8090221, or you can hit up the website, curtisorchard.com, for all the details. All right, so our Stever is, I'm giving you $50 to go there. I would probably buy everything he mentioned. Mm. The apples, the watermelon. I love watermelon. The peaches, for peaches, sure. You got onions, tomatoes. I'm giving out $50 on the Stever offer today. If you're not a member, I don't get it. It's free, and I, I give you money, but whatever. So go to GoStever.com. You have to sign in. And then you push accept. <laughs> That's it. You have seven days to use it. And then you have to do the little survey at the end. Uh, that's it. You do the survey. You spend my money within uh, seven days. You get it. It's 50 bucks. And that's what we're doing. GoStever.com. GoStever.com. All you got to do is go there now. Uh, you'll get an email tonight if you're one of our winners. And a lot of you I know will want this. I want it. Uh-huh. I want that. <laughs> Stand by. Uh, we're going to talk more with somebody with some insight. Um, he is American hero Paul Lewis has joined us in our studio. We'll talk to Paul about Afghanistan. Uh, he was one of the 52 hostages held. And, you know, I talked to somebody that were in their 20s and 30s that had not heard of that. Mm. Uh, it, it, it was a pretty big deal, 1979. Moving forward, we'll talk about that next. ESPN 93.5. It is 7.30 Fox News coming up next. When it comes to your family and their safety, security is always at the top of the list. Having a trustworthy and reliable security system is one of those things you just can't afford to get wrong. Barcom Security understands the threats you face. Why? Because they're local and family-owned. No corporate phone messages. No long wait times. No miscommunication. Join the many Central Illinois residents who sleep soundly knowing they're protected by Barcom. Visit them today. BarcomSecurity.com. Barcom Security. Have a secure day. News. I'm Lillian Wu. Vice President Kamala Harris speaking out on Afghanistan, saying the current focus is evacuating Americans and Afghan allies later. There will be and should be a robust analysis of what has happened. The vice president in Singapore is part of her trip across Southeast Asia. Here at home, growing criticism. While many Americans support the withdrawal in Afghanistan, they don't like how it was handled. An NBC poll showing 60% of Americans disapprove, while just 25% approve. And a CBS YouGov poll shows 53% disapprove, while 47% think he's doing a good job. Fox's Marion Rafferty. And in Tennessee, record-setting rain has left at least 22 people dead, including including seven-month-old twins. Dozens more are still missing. America's listening to Fox News. Hi, I'm Troy Lands. 
owner of Lands Inc. You never realize how much you rely on the plumbing in your home until something goes wrong. A small leak can end up with a big repair if it's not taken care of right away. At the first sign of trouble, visit LandsInc.com. While there, learn more about plumbing, drain cleaning, and underground solutions. At Lands Inc., our commitment is to you, the customer. We look forward to having you be a part of the Lands family. I'm Troy Lands, and you can count on my company because you can count on me. This is Starla Carr with Provident Financial Group. There's no one-size-fits-all retirement plan. Finding the right plan for you depends on many factors. The good news is we can help you improve your retirement readiness, whatever your situation. Contact us today at 217-366-3456 or find us online at ProvidentFinancialGroupLLC.com. Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network, member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Kelsey Furniture in Tuscola is your local furniture expert. They've been in business over 50 years, and their sales team has over 150 years of experience. They carry everything you need to furnish your whole house with top name brands such as Broyhill, Lane, Ashley, Smith Brothers, Bemco Mattresses, and Mohawk Carpeting. Their showroom is huge with over 30,000 square feet of furniture. Stop by Kelsey Furniture in downtown Tuscola today or visit KelseyFurniture.com, K-E-L-S. Kelsey, Kelsey Furniture, or like them on Facebook. Kelsey Furniture, quality for less. Here is your ESPN 93.5 three-day weather brought to you by Busey for over 150 years. Busey.com. You might see some fog, especially in the rural routes of the low-lying areas with this dense fog advisory for another hour or so. There is a slight chance for a stray shower today, up to 90, down to 73 this evening. 92 tomorrow, down to 74, partly cloudy. 93 on Wednesday with partly cloudy conditions down to 72. We're currently at 70 on ESPN 93.5. Many of you are are very young, too young probably to remember 1979. Diane and I remember pretty vividly Mm -hmm. because that's when our hostages were taken in Tehran, Iran. And we lived through 444 days and one of those hostages was Marine Paul Lewis from Homer, Illinois. This is an ABC News special. The Iran crisis, America held hostage. From Washington, correspondent Frank Reynolds. Good evening. The special report that we planned to bring you tonight was about domestic politics, the battle among the Democrats. Day 142 of the Iran hostage crisis, and the Shah's arrival in Egypt complicates efforts to free the hostages. We'll talk about that tonight with the top Iranian diplomat in this country and with the wife of one of the hostages. Paul Lewis is in our studio. Mr. Lewis, a pleasure. Nice to see you. Hey, Steve. You had no idea the amount of coverage that was going on. You were a Marine that arrived to the embassy in Tehran around the night before it got stormed. Correct. The night before. Yes, and you know the... um I guess the similarity I see here is we had the same kind of messaging coming out of the embassy in Tehran as you had from the one in Afghanistan. And what is that? What kind of messaging? Just in, uh, this this isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we're here, we're in trouble. And, you know, you saw that the embassy in Kabul said, you know, the Taliban's going to be here before. Before we get our, they sent a message. They sent a, a, a. They've been warning them since what May, June, and then they sent twenty-two of the twenty-three. It, what's it called? A dissenting letter, which would cost you your job. And they signed it. And they said the president had was aware of that. We weren't sure the president was aware of that. Yeah, it's you know, uh, it's, it's it's kind of a dodge. And I guess it's how how well your national security team works to make sure the president gets the things that he needs to see. 
because it is, I mean, you think about them, the U.S. government's a massive place. Yeah. But um, we're kicking the can on some people I don't think have it. You know, I don't think our intelligence people thought this was a sound um, step. I, you know, I, I was listening to a British general last night, Richard. Uh, British general Richard yeah. somebody. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to try to remember that name. But uh, he was talking about the just the fact that it when when we announced our pullout the Taliban there are 400 provinces in uh, Afghanistan yeah. and we announced our pullout that Taliban the Taliban uh, controlled about 70 provinces and within a matter of weeks it was virtually the entire country so it was it announcing and Donald Trump did this too I would not have told it set a date I said I'd say we're going to be leaving but I wouldn't have set a date well, it was supposed to, uh, the original plan was there was a set of conditions to be met. And right. the last condition was that there was a provisional government between the Taliban and the Ghani government that had to, had to function. And then we would leave. You know, the, 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 the Afghan army crumbled. I mean, this isn't a surprise to anybody that watches. Um, they were relying on U.S. logistics, air support. And we had all the, you know, the planes won't fly unless we make them fly. They don't, they can't do their own logistics. And and once we left, they they kind of felt that like their backstop was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, we were paying them too, right? We paid their, their wages. I mean, I mean, we supported the whole thing. So I, I guess, you know, it's really easy hindsight, but don't you at some point say, folks, we're leaving. All indication says this isn't going to hold up very well. Now's your time to leave on a sunny day when you think Afghanistan is safe. It's time to fly home. Well, uh, the, I think it has to be a little more. You, you can't do that publicly. I think it has to be messaging yeah, right. to the Americans. And gradual, too. Otherwise, you would cause this whole Right, exactly. Mess. You'd cause a panic. But then that's what they, what the president had said, that you don't like this loss of confidence or whatever. And the president flies out on the weekend. The president of Afghanistan leaves. And the thing crumbles within hours. And so I guess hindsight is always twenty twenty, But it's a, it has to be a year to two-year gradual evacuation. Probably. And then you're going to have to convince some people to leave because they're very... Or just tell them I'm warning you, and I can't help you when it falls apart. That kind of a thing. At least you warned them. Yeah, and, and the other problem is they're, they're not just in Kabul; they're scattered all over the country. Yeah. So, I'm not sure why they they're still in somebody like some of those provinces that were. No being idea why you're still there. Yeah. But, um, so, who, who, who is a priority? American citizens, you think, Paul, and then the the, the Afghans that work for America. What, what do you think? Well, the priority has been the Afghans because we don't have any Americans there. Um, I, you know, a helicopter went out and rescued a couple hundred that got close, but the the number of Americans are out is negligible. What do you mean? We, mean, just, you, we, we think we got more because I heard there's a lot more still there. We, we've hardly gotten anybody. Oh, you've hardly gotten anybody out yet yeah, because American. they're they're not they're not at the airport, right? Because they're checkpoints and you can't get to the airport as easily. As they yeah, say. and then, you know one of the stories that's been out is the Taliban are taking um, passports and other documents and destroying them. <laughs> And you, you don't want to be the person that loses that. I mean, it. The, the British and the French sent their special forces in and just went and got them. Why didn't we do that? That's a good question. But, uh, the other problem is, though, they're scattered. They're not just in Kabul. They're all over the country. So um, it's going to take a pretty big stick to get them. So, so is, I mean, are you thinking there's going to be more troops? There's going to be more missions? We're going to have to expand? We're going to have to—do we have to go get Kabul back? 
Well, cobble. I mean, you get cobble back, and that takes care of one problem. But you have the other major metropolitan mm. areas where they're at because they have NGOs all over the place. You know, doing good work. Um, I always mm. wonder <laughs> when they when they just in the last month they 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 put a travel ban saying don't go to Afghanistan, and I'm thinking who who would go there anyway? Yeah, right. No, exactly. Can't, family. If you have family there, you're going to go back and visit them, I suppose. Right now, you're focused on getting getting them out. And around the Kabul airport are Afghanis that ne- not necessarily work for America, but they just want out. Well, they're fearing the Taliban. It's kind of like it was in Saigon. They, they had to sort out who was at the fence yep. that needed to come over and the people that just wanted to leave. All right. This is, this is perhaps something that's one of those bad decisions that you, you're going to pay for for a long time. But what do we do now, Paul? What would you recommend that uh, as a Marine, as a... A man who has had perspective of being somewhere you didn't want to be, what would you tell the U.S. government? I would, you know, if, if I were in charge, it'd be 150,000 troops in Iraq, in, in Kuwait right now. And the threat would be either give them to us or we're going to come and get them. And if we come back, we may not leave for a couple of years again. So if you put 150,000, that'd take how long to deploy? I mean, it's far past the August 31st deadline. Yeah, they should have been doing it already. Okay, so so here we have mistake on top of mistake. And, but now today, August 23, with supposedly eight more days, I mean, do you tell the Taliban we're, we're, we're all in again? Mm-hmm. Do you tell the, them that? The Taliban just told us that August 31st is a red line. Yeah, okay, so that's a threat. So now what do we do with that? Well, we need to tell them that if you don't, we don't have all our people here by that day, then we're not leaving. Why aren't they rounding up the people we want to get us out of there? They just, listen, I don't think they control each other. Well, as I say, you're, you're talking about clans and tribes and militias, and, and they're held together on one thing, and, and that's to get rid of the government. And as soon as we leave, the next civil war will start. There's already people in the Panjir. Um, but, you know, the, the Taliban are the are the majority tribe. Uh, I can't re- remember all these names, but uh, they... Part of the reason it's difficult it's to fight with them is almost everybody in Afghanistan is related to a Taliban member. I see. And um, they're the Pashtuns. It's a dominant tribe. Uh, the Pashtuns kind of run it. And the other thing that bothers me is, is, is Pakistan has always bothered me. They've supported and funded these people. Um, but, it, you know, if the drawdown probably should have happened during the winter when it's hard to move around. Yeah, it's around fighting season now. Why wouldn't we do it when it's cold? I, I, I don't know. Okay. I, I, I don't know if there's a something hung up on it. I thought leaving on by September 11th was an awful signal. Yeah, man. Um, but we've, but even the 11,000 people are awful, but this is going to go on because, you know, it took about 15 years to get, get over Vietnam. I'm not sure we're not creating that kind of perception in the world. And it's a terrible time because China's breathing down our neck. Mm-hmm. The Russians are cocky. The Iranians are loving this. Um, but the Iranians and the Afghans don't get along. It's, that's Sunni. And, and, but it, for the time being, everybody's leveraging this. And I, and if I was a, a Taiwanese, I'm not sure I'd feel real good right now. Well, what, 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 what is the... I mean, what happens if China does want to take Taiwan, which they've wanted for a long, long time, but we've stood in their way? How about now? I mean, while this is going on, when they did something there, are we going to do anything except a, send a strongly worded letter? Yeah, yeah let's, make, let's make a huge impact. Um, 
if we if if China decided to take Iran, we would lose a lot of people. That would be it. Ta- take Taiwan. Take yeah. Okay. They decided to take it. We would lose a lot of people. There, there are going to be some ships underground. Um, it's you know it's only what 50, 60 miles from Tehran. Yeah. From uh, the, the mainland of China to Taiwan. Wow. And there's a lot of them. And they're building up their sea power. While we, you know, honestly, the, the Navy has a some kind of fancy phrase where they're going to take out old frigates, you know, things that, like the Arleigh Burke class. Um, but you, but they're taking them out faster than they're building them. So we're we're doing the deficits, kind of a deficit shipbuilding program. Um, you know, you don't build up a, a sophisticated ship like you do a car. It yeah. takes a while. So they're spinning these off quicker than they're putting them back. And we're putting ourselves in kind of a tough, tough situation. And, and you know, honestly, when I see our military people talk, I'm not really impressed. Hmm. I think we have about 480 four-star generals. Uh, when I was in the military, we had one four-star general in the entire Marine Corps. Wow. You know, we're, we're kind of top-heavy, and the bureaucrats are not really fighting people. Um, Talk to somebody that's in the military, and your best officers are stuck at colonel. Hmm. And when when the balloon does go up, the colonels the colonels become generals and run the war. You know, I, um, Eisenhower's a lieutenant colonel. World War II started. Hmm. So well, became a four star general pretty fast. Didn't yeah, he? it's Paul Lewis. He was in Iran 444 days as an American hostage. He's here talking Afghanistan. ESPN 93.5. If you want to comment, text in 217-359-2255. All right, so if it's eight days and it's a red line and we're not prepared to send 150,000 troops to Kuwait, um, we're not getting everybody out. And yet I heard the president yesterday tout how successful this has been and how many people, 30,000 people, have been evacuated. That's not very good if there's 80 that need to come out. And again, Americans behind enemy lines, that's not acceptable. No, it's not. And, and you know, this isn't rocket science. I mean, a, a senior enlisted guy could have planned this thing. The, the, the troops leave last. Now, how you do that without, you know, tipping your hand that you're leaving is a, is a huge issue. But I think we got ahead of ourselves. We should have been moving Americans out before we got down to 2,500 troops. I don't understand that. I mean, that's something that makes total common sense. Maybe I, I don't get it. Why the, the guys with the guns stay till last. They're the ones that protect me. I'm getting out because I'm some diplomat. We left Bagram the... Um... Why do we leave Bagram Air Force? It's massive. It's unbelievable access to get in and out of there. Why do, would you abandon that? I don't understand any of this. You know, a case could be made that the 2,500 guys should have stayed at Bagram, maybe indefinitely, because now we've there's a terrorist haven... And we, we, you know, we want to get out really bad, but we have 900 troops in Syria. They don't seem to cause a lot of things. I mean, we have troops in, in strange places for strange reasons. Mm. And 2,500 troops in Bagram, we hadn't lost anybody in 18 months. The Taliban weren't fighting with us. Uh, Texter says, hi, the Taliban is setting a red line date because they know we have a clueless president and administration who will be able to be blackmailed for billions of taxpayer money to get people back so the American people will be funding the Taliban. that make any sense? Well, we kind of already are through Pakistan. We're washing that money, but it... 
we're giving Pakistan money, right? Yeah, billions of dollars. I don't get that either. Paul, there's a lot here I don't understand. I deeply don't understand. Well, last year, Steve, we heard that, you know, we're not smart enough. It's these, these experts that know their way that know their way around foreign policy and right. run the country. Was Donald Trump uh, perhaps effective here because they actually were afraid that this crazy man will do it and what he did to ISIS in a short period of time, that kind of thing? You know, I'm, I'm bothered. Um, and I, and I, always, I always joke that I, I kind of say this uh, half seriously. I never liked Donald Trump, but he's a pretty damn good president. You know, we confronted China. We had a good economy. Uh, we were sealing the border. Um, the Taliban took us seriously. You know, I heard one of his national security people on, uh, the other day that said that he literally got on the phone with the Taliban negotiator and said, you won't believe what we're going to do to you if you kill an American. Like, I think they'd had a car bomb in Kabul, and he dropped one of those huge 15,000-pound bombs on them. Um, and I think he told them, we're not going to distinguish you and your family. We're going to get you, and if, if they happen to be there, that's, that's too bad. He said, we know where you live, and we'll come and get you. Mm. So... With Soleimani, right? I mean, that was a big deal when they got the Iranian general. Well, that, that happened right after the, the conversation yeah, with the Taliban. Right, right. Um, so, you know, we, we kind of squandered these opportunities. You know, maybe we should have left in 2000 or, t or 2002. Hmm. You know, once we'd gotten Al-Qaeda out, it was really not our business who ran, you know, Afghanistan. But now the fact that we're here and probably we're pretty close to finally having a nation build, you know, they weren't going to do, to be democ have a democracy. That, yeah. You know, ha there are too many people that are illiterate. They, they have their ways that have been set over thousands of years. But I go back and look, and we had 2,500 troops in Afghanistan, and the Afghan army was, army, army was holding its own very well. Went from 70 provinces to 400 provinces in a very short period of time. And that short period of time was after we left, and they lost their backstop. Okay, I don't know. We didn't solve anything, Paul, but... Um, well, the Afghans lost 50,000 people in the, in the last... Yeah, and, and, and then he said, you know, they, weren't, they didn't want to fight. And I guess discounting the 50,000 people that fought and tried to hold the line and, and fight for their country. So the, the president blamed an awful lot of people the first time out of the gate last week when he first talked. Um, yeah, which is bad for him. Yeah, no, it's not good. Will Joe Biden survive all this, do you think? I, you know, I I don't want to speculate, but his his credibility is what little he had left is pretty well shot. I don't think he's up to the job, and I'm not sure anybody in the administration's up to the job. I think we have a bunch of amateurs. I should say amateurs because they've been around for years and years. But I think I have a bunch of people who just don't know what they're doing. <laughs> you know, we're if you I, I you know I saw General Milley talk about the racial training they're trying to give the military yeah what's... you look at the military and you don't they're not colors you know when i was in the marines we were green there was no you know you had to rely on the person beside you and and that went back and and when you're doing your job these things that we're talking about aren't relevant because you're trying to keep yourself alive yeah and if you don't do your job you get people killed and people take that very seriously and it's part of the reason they joined the Marines or the or the Army or the military. It's a different set of 
rules and norms, people are very loyal to one another. It doesn't matter your skin And they color, don't really right? need to be bothered. You, you could care less, right? It's, sur it's surviving, as you said. Yeah, this is an awful thing, Steve, but I'll tell you, when I was in the Marine Corps, I looked at my peers who were not there very differently than I did other Marines. You were still my friend, but I knew that the guy that I'd only known for six months was the guy that I could rely on in very tough situations. Mm -hmm. and, and I never went to combat. But I tell you, training to, training to go to combat's kind of kind of tough. Pretty real. Yeah. yeah. Paul Lewis, a uh, good friend of mine for many, many years, uh, 42. 42 years since uh, all of that. So feel, feels like a different life, maybe? I've been married 40. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Got back and <laughs> Christy still liked you, huh? <laughs> Were you dating before? Uh, we knew each other, and, but I'd been gone a long time. Yeah. And, um, and you, you came back, and were you taken back by the reception of America? I was overwhelmed. Um, people told us in Wiesbaden, and, you know, we were in Wiesbaden, and people, but it's a military base. We expected that. But when we got to, um, flew into Stewart Air Force Base, we drove about 28 miles to West Point through a craggy, mountainous route, and... Uh, the entire route was filled with people. Isn't that something? Yeah, out in the middle of nowhere. Isn't that something? And it's January. It's pretty cold. <laughs> American hero Paul Lewis, thank you, my friend, for your insights. I appreciate it very much. Great to see you. Thanks, Steve. Paul Lewis on ESPN 93.5753. Do you want to do something nice for your family? How about the gift of time and less work? Introducing the Wash and Dry Club from Country Squire Cleaners. Every week, Country Squire will come to your home in Champaign-Urbana, Savoy, and Muhammad and deliver it back to your home three days later. Laundry done, 25 bucks a week for 25 pounds. The Wash and Dry Club, Country Squire Cleaners, Round Barn and Champagne. Call 356-9422 for complete details. 356-9422. Call today. We've all been through a lot over the past 18 months, and as we enter the fall, just remember, Campus Town Urgent Care will remain one of Central Illinois' most reliable and accessible homes for vaccines, PCR, and rapid testing. Dr. Tom Plura and his staff are open seven days a week. For information and available times for vaccinations, PCR, and rapid testing, go to CampusTownUrgentCare.com. At 631 East Green Street in Champaign at the corner of Green and Wright, it's CampusTownUrgentCare.com. Randy Graham at Curtis Orchard is hiring. This is the time of year that we're looking for enthusiastic, energetic employees for our family business. We were voted recently one of the best places to work in Champaign-Urbana, and I think it's because we really do form a family. Our employees enjoy interacting with the public to greet our guests. It's an important position anytime you're an employee at our business because you represent our family, which is caring for people and giving them a great experience while they're out at the farm. You can visit curtisorchard.com and apply online. Here's what people are saying about PDR Automotive in Urbana. The following reviews are from actual customers in the last five months. They were kind and helpful. They offered a very thorough evaluation. Their staff was friendly and attentive. They were quick, reasonably priced, and kept me informed during the process. They did a great job with what I requested. They were very professional, and it was a great overall experience. If you're looking for an honest automobile mechanic that will fix your car the first time, visit PDR Automotive on Cunningham Avenue in Urbana. 
All right, we check your weather forecast from the National Weather Service. Diane Ducey? Well, a hot one today and throughout the week will be 90 or above. By midweek, we'll be up to 93, down to 72 with partly cloudy conditions. There's a chance for some scattered showers and thunderstorms in the forecast, too, especially with the humidity factored in. The dense fog advisory is with us for another hour or so. Temperatures currently at 72 on ESPN 93.5. Yeah, somebody said, why are we the police... Policemen to the world, uh-huh. how do we, you do that? Well, we've had presence all over the world for a very long time. And, you know, I, you say, yeah, I, I understand that sentiment. But we also bring a lot of hope and freedom and liberty and, and protection. Yep. Um, remember Japan, we're still in Japan because of World War II. And they, they couldn't, you know, the part of the deal when, when World War II ended was you can't ever do, so we'll help you. And so we've kind of been their protection for a long time. But what happens if if Taiwan, who's this independent, and China wants them, I don't think we're going to do anything about that. And that's extraordinarily dangerous. What if Russia wants the rest of Ukraine? They're people. At what point does America say you can't do that? Or we say we, we, can't, we can't help you. We're not going to be. I understand the sentiment on both sides, but we're the hope of the world. That's, that's what it is. America is still the good guy. We're the hope of the world. We're the ones that can. Well, this texture says that we've got enough problems in our own country. Well, we do. But does that mean we turn a deaf ear to people that are begging for some sort of help when there's wrong being done? Do we go over there and help them? Again, we're positioned all over the world uh, for our interests, certainly. But we'll uh, we'll see what happens here. I, I Obviously, it makes me sick thinking about kids holding on to airplanes, falling off the plane after it gets a thousand feet in the air and you see their body falling yeah it's it's um devastating but again you don't leave your american brothers behind you don't do that so you got to figure it out because if you leave them behind it's it's uh inexcusable so does that mean more troops i guess but it was so messed up in the beginning you're going to lose people if you send more people and then, then there's going to be, well, I mean, if you go in now and you have thousands of people that worked for us and Americans behind enemy lines and they hold them hostage and demand, I mean, then what? It, it is, it is, it's just like the decision was made. The buck stops here is what the president said. And it happened to have been handled as about as poorly as I think anything like this could be handled. Period. And history will reflect this. And this, this is bad stuff. And it's so disheartening and so sad to know how many people are so panicked they have to show their passport to the Taliban who Paul said are burning some of them then what you don't have any documentation then you just another yelling person out there it's just so tragic and meanwhile Central Park has a massive concert yesterday with Chuck Schumer high-fiving Stephen Colbert and dancing around a tree what in the world are you thinking you need to go to work and help people get out of Afghanistan instead of dancing at Central Park. What? In the, it is it is mind-boggling some of the stuff's going on. All right, we're going to come back, uh, be back with our 8 o'clock hour. I am Stevie J. That's Diane. We'll be back. We have a Stever offer. If you want Curtis Orchard, $50 bill, I'm handing them out today at GoStever.com. You can go spend 50 bucks. It won't be difficult with all the wonderful things they have. I love it. You can get apples and watermelons and tomatoes and peaches. Mm-hmm. $50 bill. I'm handing those out. You'll have to spend my money within a week and fill out the survey. And if you don't do either, the certificate expires in seven days and I let you go 
for further offers if you don't do the service. Curtis Orchard, 3902 Duncan Road, All Champagne. Right. News next. I'm Ben Quattrone, owner-operator at Sarah Champagne. I enjoy a good game like anyone else, but not when I'm buying a car. At Sarah Champagne, located in Savoy, we've got multiple franchises, and we're transparent, no haggle, no BS, no hassle, and our price is generally lower than anywhere else you'll find. We've always got 30 cars under $10,000. We have luxury models, too. We do business a little differently at Sarah Champagne. Most of our customers really appreciate it. Visit sarahchampagne.com, sarahchampagne.com, and look at 500 cars. You want your children and grandchildren to focus on their future, not tuition. For more than 150 years, Busey Bank has partnered with families and businesses to establish impactful, enduring legacies. Busey's experienced advisors can help build plans and develop strategies that work as hard as you do. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, a champion for purpose and progress since 1868. Member FDIC.